Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Righto, overnight crowders. It has been a little while since we've had a chat with Damo SC to do with Supercoach. We've had the buys. Some of us, look, we've all survived, but some better than others. And to help us look at the run home and, and I guess the survival rates through Supercoach, Damo is now on the line from the Jock Reynolds community. Damo, thanks for your time here on the Overnight Crowd. It's been a while, but it's good to be back. It has been a while. How did you survive the by area? How did you go? I thought I only just survived, but I managed to move up in the overall rankings a little bit. And, um, my team seems to have come out okay on the other side. There's a few injuries I need to attend to, but um, other than that, it's in pretty good shape, I think. <laughs> you say with a slight bit of hesitation, which I feel like this is how I sit with Supercoach right now. I feel like I bring in someone, especially in the rucks, to replace an injury, and I don't know whether it's me putting the kiss of death on them, but I feel like the ruck position especially is cursed at the moment injury-wise. Yeah, it's not a good year to be a ruckman, isn't it? Uh, Grundy's gone down, Gorn's gone down now. Um, Tim English can't seem to stay out there. Braden Proust is is either injured or suspended. It's hard to get someone in who stays there and stays fit. Yeah, I was listening to the Jock Reynolds community podcast that came out across uh, Tuesday and I loved the um, comment was, whatever ruck is alive when you go to do your trades, pick them. Yes. Yep, pretty much. That's how it works. <laughs> so Gorn, English and Butters seem to be the the thing that most people will probably be losing sleep over when it comes to super coach. What advice can you give us? What are you doing in this situation? I'm keeping English because he could only miss one week. The 12-day concussion protocol means there's a chance he misses two but it's but as long as he gets through the concussion protocols okay, he's not going to be out for the long term. So I'm holding him, um, but I've moved him to my forward line and brought in another Ruckman. Um, so he, English will eventually live in my forward line for the rest of the season. Um, Butters, the injury for, for Butters, they're not sure how long that will take. Butters wants to be back within a week, but whether that's the case or not will be another thing. But... People might not have the luxury to hold him with these other ruckmen going down. So um, he might be one that people can move on to uh, to a more reliable um, option. Um, and then Max Gorn, well, he's supposed to be back within a month, but who knows how how that works out for him because it's a because it's an ankle an ankle inju- injury there, and ankles can be really can linger or can heal up pretty quickly. Yeah, they're hard ones to know, Yankers. You see plenty of guys just be able to strap them up and take the pain injections and get through. But those syndesmosis injuries um, seem to be a little bit more long-term than than short-term from just normal history of the way it goes. So what do you, what's the most popular trade, I suppose, happening with the Rucks? Who, who are people going to? Are they going to like Sean Darcy or is it Wits? Who are we going to? If you don't have wits, which will be the one that people are trying to get in, um, but I think the most popular trade is people are bringing in Luke Jackson because he's probably going to be the one to shoulder the ruck load while Max Gorn is out. And once Max Gorn comes back, you can always 
slick Luke Jackson to your um, forward line. But Sean Darcy is the other one that people are looking at and giving serious thought to as well. Sean Darcy, I think the only thing that worries me with him is he seems to miss the odd game. Like he sort of just plays a couple, misses one, plays a few, misses one. Um, and yeah, I guess that leads me into my next question for regards to trades. How many should we be looking to have and be holding up our sleeves or is it just, yeah, I don't know. How, how many trades should I be looking at? What's a guide? There's no right or wrong answer for how many trades to hold on to. Ideally, you would like at least two or three to hold on to once your team is uh, complete, I guess. But um, it all comes down to injuries and how long these injuries are. Now's the time you really start to start to hold on to people who are only injured for a couple of weeks because because those trades are so valuable. How many trades do you have left? Um, if my trades this week are my trades this week, I'll have four left over. Four left over. All right. I've got some space because I've got 12 left over. It just seems to me that each week at the moment when I sort of think, okay, I'm going to do this in my next week, I have to throw all that out again and, and start from scratch with injuries. So, I mean, I brought in Tickle as my ruck forward cover and cheapy. So I think I'm just going to have to leave him probably just sitting in my bench for now. I don't, I think I'll move on from that trying to fix that up. Yeah, so but but he's actually a good one to hold on to anyway because the fixtures got released today for pretty much the rest of the for, for the rest of the season and Port Adelaide play a lot of late games so he's one that you could use in a loopholing sort of oh yeah sort of thing so um he's he's really good because Port Adelaide play later in the round in a, in a lot of the rounds on the run home. Is there any player that you started the season going, I'm, I'm not picking them, I'm not going to pick them, whether it's just a personal bias sort of thing that you're now coming to the run home, are like, oh, I'm, I've got to pick them? Um, well, actually, during the buys, I traded in Jade Gresham. Um, I did not want to start him because I just he, – he, he, he's usually injured, but he's had a great year and he's finished off my forward line for me and – he was at a good price and he pumped out 125 on the weekend. So I can't really complain about owning him just yet. Well, that's not bad. Uh, leading into round 15, aside from the fact that this is a, a, a super round of footy coming with all these top eight clashes, is there um, any particular captaincy standouts that people should be having a look to put their captaincy on? With no Ruckman or only Luke Jackson really able to go in the ruck from Melbourne. You might see the Brisbane midfielders getting on top a little bit um, at the MCG. So Lockie Neal is a good vice captaincy option. And St Kilda don't usually tag. So Callum Mills at Sydney might be a good captaincy option. And Rory Laird against North Melbourne is another good option as well. So that's a couple of captaincy options coming through there. Uh, when I was listening, just to let you know, when I was listening to a couple of your podcasts as well across the break when we weren't chatting, um, I loved one of your calls on Jeremy Cameron. You described him as having old man hamstrings. That made me giggle. I just had to let you know that I loved that call. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so accurate. But he seems yeah. to he does he seems to be agile, seems to run all day, but there is this thing about him that he also looks aged. It, it's a, He's an enigma running around. Yeah, but he's a great option on the on the run home because the Cats have a great run to the, end, to the end of the season and he's one that 
people might look at as a Zach Butters replacement. Now, the other thing I wanted to get your thoughts on, Damo, I'm just really interested in how you approach your footy watching. Like, obviously, you're so invested in the super coach side of things. So you sit down to watch a game of footy. Are you – how do you consume it? Are you constantly looking at the stats being updated? Are you just watching just and, and judging things by your eye? How, how do you find that you watch your football? I usually have the football on one screen and – the live Supercoach scores on a, on another screen, and some, and I sometimes I'll turn off one and flick back and watch the other, or turn off or something like that. Because sometimes you'll be watching the game and thinking, oh, he should get a few points for that, he should get a few points for that, and then nothing happens. And some, sometimes you've got to turn the live scoring off and then and then just watch the game. And I guess Supercoach has increased my awareness of some players and how well that they play, but. I just I kind of just watch every game and take moments from each game that I enjoy and there are games that I don't watch because I don't enjoy watching either team or I don't have any of those players in my team but I just sort of sit back and relax and watch the footy really. And has it always been a side of sport that you've been into the statistical side of it? I'm I'm not very good at it but yeah yeah a, a little bit yeah. Because it is a really, like for me this year, being more invested in having a super coach, having conversations with the overnight crowd as, you know, almost daily about these sorts of things. I am consuming my football differently now, trying to watch. And exactly what you said, like l- looking at players who I've never really thought too much about, but I'm recognising their name and I may be recognising things that they're doing that in the past I've, I've not really thought too much about. So, yeah, I was just interested for someone who is a bit of a guru these days in the super coach space, how you actually, what your weekend looked like and what your setup looked like. There are some games where I also um, just don't watch and don't look at the score until the end of the game. So, yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can understand that as well. Um, before we let you go, Damo, and as always, it's a, it's, I really appreciate your time you give to me and to the overnight crowd. Is there anything else we should be keeping an eye on heading into round 15 or further along in this season? Like I said, just hold on to as, as your trades as best as possible on the run home because they're so much more valuable now that, they're, that you don't have a lot left. Right. It's good advice as always from Damo SC. You can catch up with his work across his Twitter feed, always quality, and as well on the Jock Reynolds community as well. Damo, once again, thanks for your time and have a great week. Thanks, Jen. Damo SC, our super coach coach here on the overnight crowd. I hope you are enjoying how you consume your footy, especially in regards to super coach. I've found it a very different way to be watching recently. Let's chat after this on the overnight crowd. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.